Poetry night. Four's a scary number. Poetry night rings through. Thank you very much, Dobby, for that generous and wonderful introduction. You folks for being here, uh, for caring about poetry and the culture. Uh, I share that, and I appreciate that you share that. I will just read some poems and hope you enjoy them. I'm uh, enjoying the evening so far very much, hearing Bellingham uh, recite its work. I have books for sale. Feel welcome to browse. If you don't want to get something, that's cool. If you do, they're, they're good books. They're inexpensive. I, I appreciate the support. I write a lot of short poems. I write a few longer ones, but mainly short poems. So I'll just kind of wrap right through them. If you want to applaud, that's cool. But if you don't, that's fine. Because as I say, I have a lot of poems, and they're relatively short. So I'll just kind of read through them. Cove. Bay crossing ferry disappears behind the cove as scarlet salmon twilight darkens into mauve. Horizon opal glows through, blends with cedar grove, as still and silent as maroon black peak below that wispy saffron cirrus streak. Now, tired can feel good. I risked, I learned, I strove. Extension. Hand separates to fingers, Fringe and forearm leads to elbows hinge. There's beefy bicep bulging strength and shoulders sloping into length. My hand, a tool to help me reach, snare, tie, connect, release, free, read, compose. My fingers fringe my hand and join yours, bridging island, land. Where fires raged, the scab dries, flakes, falls off, and skin is healed. Where fires raged, now clover patches field. Where insult salted wound, now compliment relieves, and cough abates with honey, peppermint, and blanket scarves and rest. Now schism forgets its source, sees person, not an ism. So can... Religious faith can make one preachy, but so can love of Marx or Nietzsche. <laughs> Muck and mist. These purple blossoms sprout from mud and muck and dust. This day of violence, now golden saffron dusk. This sleek metallic sheen yields splotching, speckling rust. This moment's honesty intact yield trust. Yet deepest love can't separate from lust. Let absolutist rail against the mist. Life stays at core, a complicated mix. To guess and gripe. I guess, I glimpse, I wonder, can see I'm prone to blunder and flub. God's God, I'm human. Let creeds proclaim the new man. I burp, 
crave, gripe and stumble, resent and gossip, grumble and fumble. And I learn, pause with patience for another's flaws. Summer storm, explosion booms, shreds, crackles, rumbles resonate, electric murmur through horizon. Almost night, rain expiates hot week as lightning branches white gold zigzag into shuttered harbor, lashing wet ringed streets and stoic roofs. Skies, tantrums, bayonet, the mountain peaks defy. By night, though, rains abate and booms subside. Braid glitters down the gutter grate. You district dawn. Here... Seagulls, not roosters, announce the dawn. Our sentinels of apartment roof line above thin shrubby lawn and two-story pine. Voice, loosened, opal, seacoast above parked pavement. Traffic's ghost. God. I won't confine divinity to terms like God, the Trinity, and Yahweh. Coastline, orchard, dusk, a solar system formed from dust, a prayer that guides me back to love. That spirit's in us, not just above. August 31st, 8.31 p.m. Three gulls escort the dusk to ruby silence above the freeway bridge. The gulls seem black as crows. Venus blazes spark and contrail track extends in blue smoke peach to Cirrus Islands. Black branches paw the breeze. No turning back. There, can you see it? And birdsong sweeten twenty city streets across a parking lot, perched on a roof line under saffron streaks of dawn, one chirping dot. Place for pages. You'd browse, then buy a bargain paperback. Now closed. Front windows smashed a spider web of crack. Used bookstore morphs into graffiti canvas for those adjacent to the pricey campus. I'm thrilled a soup and sandwich shop arrives there soon. Won't mirror nearby joints and dives. I miss the books, though, and beret the tabby who strolled the aisles. What's to be's to be? What better salad, though, than bookstore's discount rack? Occupation and preoccupation. You might be fire chief or fry cook, chef, longshoreman, printer, jeweler, football ref, or sexton, stripper, sales rep, judge, or nurse. You can devote yourself to writing verse. <laughs> Ballpoint. Slim implement. Bless your ink. No matter what its scribe might think. Print black or blue or green or red. The hand that writes can free the head. The tyrant fears you like the gun. You liberate his slaves one by one. Thank you. Thank you. CD shop, rest in peace. I often buy CDs here 
They still stock the latest from my local indie hero and world beat hip-hop, country, jazz, baroque, CDs from every group at Woodstock to greatest hits of Laura Nero, rough guides to European Asian folk, a glorious emporium of tone and pitch. It liquidates in days. Scream latest number ones or loser. Leave the premises replaced by profits clone. Make money, sure I'll help. Glitz up displays I understand, aspire and achieve, of course. But make a fortune now or scram? No. Wine should age in Cooper's cask. A rose loves nourished earth. Sweet bread must bake at just the right heat. Rush, push, hustle, threaten, ram, shout, bellow. How to ruin culture, close the songbook, damage custom, trade, and trust. I'll find a store that helps a local band and offers expertise, but how long can it sell scuffs at two for five? Not charge for searches any label brand. Advise a friend about a group or song. Keep in remainder bin a Motown Live, Hank Williams, Mozart's late sonatas. One more week, it seems, then silence, dust, and lock. Sparrow. I'm an ounce of flit and bounce, an inch of hop and flinch. I chirp and chatter, perch and scatter, alert. Still, the world can kill and think it doesn't matter. Breaking news. Kim, Carrie, battle over yacht. Tim and Mary smooch and tie the knot. Prince Perry claims, I have smoked pot. Huge star admits that I'm a sinner. New workplace comedy's a winner. Great, I know the news now. Let's get dinner. Headlines. Page A1. Mall shooting leaves two dead. Shooter served an army. Lost job. Had debt. Page C17. Bombings kill 98 in Baghdad. Worst day in seven months. Truce in doubt. Rising prices for victims of a marketplace bombing. In Baghdad, for vegetables, some beg. And others... Pay an arm and a leg. Loss. Though I'm a Cubbies fan, I will not castigate and blame. Five soldiers lost their lives today. (laughs) The Cubs just lost a game. Rough day. Today, ten terror bombings in Iraq. A rape and murder down my block. An apricot translucence. Quarter moon of silent distance yielding to maroon black night. This brawl of appetite, most life can rest and dream till dawn. The bruising light. Water of the Tigris. A bomb in Baghdad. Booms. Then flames and chow. Apartment fronts and blocks of dented cars Explodes wood crates of dates and figs Clay olive jars and silver trays of baklava and burek Black smoke still smolders from an ancient Buick A face-down corpse still clutches loaf of bread 
The muddy tigress flows a drop more red. Near mosque, a mother weeps at wall, at stars. Standing for Afghan women campaigning for office, they whisper rumors' echoes, poison name and reputation, murmur fault and fabrication, then assault with silence, hate note, death sign, daggered blame. They ostracize integrity. I stay a candidate and I campaign. They pelt with innuendo. Arson cannot melt my courage. I will never go away. They brand me enemy. To me, they're my electoral opponents. I forgive mistakes, but not their shouting, she should die. I counter, let democracy live. Don't forget, Jay hollers, don't forget Barkakba. But peace shouts, don't defend Al-Nakba. Jay hollers, don't forget Masada. But peace shouts, remember Intifada. Jay hollers, Auschwitz, the pogroms. But peace shouts, you forced us from our homes. Both shout, they started this. Bomb, flame the enemy. And stoke eternal blame. Victims, new peace talks, great. But will that stop their wars? Each shouts, my people suffer more than yours. Linked after attending an interfaith conference during wartime. Today within a synagogue sat Jews and Muslims side by side, attracted by their faith in God, repelled by modern genocide. The sparkle in the speaker's eyes revealed the wound within their hearts. They spoke of tyrants' boasts and lies, of death and scattered body parts, of tolerance for different creeds, of a history and aid and prayer to sprinkle on the problem, seeds which help us grow beyond despair. That genocide should be the link To make us share a synagogue or mosque or church should make us think, what do we know of God? The Emperor of Rome. Stab anyone you like and burn down any home. Who will defy your torch? Your Emperor of Rome. Your Emperor of Rome! So poison any prince and rape his princess. They'll feel touched and honored since you're emperor of Rome. Ignore dissent, though flog and torture enemies. They'll pray to join your flock. You're emperor of Rome. Steal any lands you like. Sign bogus treaties. Smile as you sell a lie. You're emperor of Rome. Those swords your guards now thrust through you. You were the emperor of Rome, and now you're dust. Swords and bracelets for Helvidius Priscus, Roman senator, first century A.D. Descent retreats to crypts, caves, and villas. Ally myself with whom? My best friend is a spy. The emperor knows when I burp or sigh. 
gold corselet here, gold bracelet there, false words that testify to gods. Togas can't stop swords or bribes or rumors fed to fearful hordes. Well then, we must meet in crypts and caves and villas and possibly in graves. This poem is a longer poem, and I have a few a few more beyond this. This will require a little explanation. It's about a very interesting and underappreciated character uh, uh, from the city of Bath in England named Adelard, an English monk who lived from 1080 to 1152 A.D. During the politically charged years just after the First Crusade, he traveled from England to France, Spain, Italy, and Turkey, seeking manuscripts of ancient Roman and Greek authors to translate for European scholars. He rediscovered and helped translate Euclid's geometry and numerous other classic texts. He sought to learn from rather than fight the Arabs, arguably the best educated population of the central Middle Ages. And I wrote this five-part poem to honor his pioneering efforts. Two notes, Aransi is a workhorse, and Salibi and Nasrani are Arab words, Arabic words meaning Christian. In Antioch to rediscover Athens for Adelard of Bath, I slept in stables with the rats and lice. I drank from peasants' wells. A crumbling slice of bread and cheese might serve as lunch. And yet I sipped a prince's claret, snoozed by gables at dawn and joked at nobles' tables, then slept on down beneath mosquito net. On rouncy donkey, mule, or camel, cart, or wagon, and a hayloft, or at court, I prayed for what philosophy inspires that strength of mind when honesty inquires. I cursed a mule and kissed a dromedary. I sweat on roads and snored in monastery. I bumped along on donkey in a wagon on hope. I slurped from hands, sipped from flagon and drains, and I arrived in Antioch and Tarsus, soft as down and tough as rock. The merchant whisper hissed, Nasrani, Salibi, a curse on you, your money and all your people. Now I'd heard in Tour and Bath of Arab scum and Muslim whore and Turkish trash. Just then I felt glad I'd paid two denarii for a new green cape. Fair trade. His black eyes blamed me for Jerusalem. Pink skin, blue eyes, blonde hair made me the scum. My friend tugged me to other stalls and booths, salt, cinnamon, cloves, pepper, carpets, boots, and sandals, onions, olives, chickpeas, oil. Salibi, whispered now from every smile. I'd make my case through fine translation to open minds in every hostile nation. Till then I'd cultivate my holy path and stroll the market, take a Turkish bath. We nibbled on harissa, almonds, dates, ignoring news of warring tribal states, invasions, rumbles. In amicus, he offered me his abacus to learn more algebra. Its elegance reminded me of Euclid's elements and Al-Khwarizmi's tables. The wise seek help. Their understanding multiplies. I've seen a Muslim child flick those beads more quickly than a Christian monarch reads and show more knowledge in a moment's doubt than fifty abbots' prayers. I didn't shout to demonstrate my passion. Prayerful calm effused my gratitude, my grin a psalm of hope. 
The dates and figs were sweet and rich, despite the heat and flies, the stinking ditch and sultan's secret stare. I reveled, bless the Lord. For seven years I couldn't rest. My final dusk there, from Levantine coast, past all formality of town and court, past grinning pleasantry of guest and host, past all machinery of wharf and port, I watched the crimson-golden sun descend beyond the sea on which I'd sail next noon. For those who holler, Muslim dogs, I'd sinned, befriended heathen murderers. Soon, these manuscripts, this wisdom, might engage in re-enlightened paths to ancient Greece and future peace, might redefine this age of bloody hope. Well, heathen curs can greet and teach. I offer them my pen and ink. God wills it. Coast, the end, the start, the break. Heretic. Five hundred peasants sweat to help repay one noble's debt. Raise questions, eyebrows, doubt, and bishops sneer, you're not devout. Refuse to spy for priests, and neighbors whisper, you're the beast. Read books deemed heresy, and you're a devil, Pharisee, or Muslim. Stoke your flame, some freedom's here, and I'm to blame. First Amendment. Jess warms that steeple's turquoise aspiration, a bishop's hat protecting knave, a point for sacraments and congregation, a sanctuary blessed to save communion in the consecration, love hymns from baptistry to grave. Jim warns that steeple's pointed domination saves nest of dogma and abuse where incense, niche and candle, incantation soothe questions and repeating pews and fill the patent with donations sustaining smooth corruption's ruse. Here, in their multi-story neighborhood, both men praise liberty, feel grateful they're American. Green shoot from the funeral. Gang members shot to death Arrival a week ago. These streets are tribal, protection needed even for the tough. Here, some will kill to guard an inch of turf. At funeral, some sniffles, tears, mumbling sound of prayer, and mention, not of turf, but common ground. Friday evening's 50 stories. The staplers wrapped its final document in this fluorescent week. No conference calls till buzzing Monday. Drop a chocolate mint and mug of decaf blend and stir. The walls remain as beige as patience. Exit signs burn emerald stencil through the shadowed halls as fifty stories down a siren whines some faint emergency and tension falls from tired heart. Oh, what a week. A waltz across a minefield, stroll through shooting range. The scarlet rose I bought last Monday wilts, but twilight, opal after Thursday's rains. I have a few more. There's a few more. Thank you. September 30th. 
rose apricot washes sky between black filigree of oak and pine. The park now whispers amber green as autumn pours its wine. Leaves curl upon the cooling ground as lamps first punctuate a path. The day, like many lives, has browned into an aftermath, and yet resilience might yet glean new wisdom from mistake and pain, and like the reaching evergreen, make resin from the rain. Power. The hurricane with whipping torque destroys the coastal village, but cannot sink a chip of cork or make the people pillage. Note to a cynic, a grape in brine cannot yield wine. Click. He didn't win her. Rather, they strode and strolled the same path and each craved a hand to hold. I'm going to close with these three poems. One a little longer, two very short. Cat Shelter. Oak planks extend from walls. On floor, eight hampers with door and air holes service feline campers curled up inside on checkered flannel pads. Cats snooze as lamplit traffic cruises past the plate glass windows guarding them. Twilight, half tabby, licks her forepaws clean. Stylite, half Persian, mellow as a meatloaf, rests with paws and tail and folded purrs and nests. Augustan, Swami, Sprint, Munch Tuna, lap fresh water, stretch a bit and start to nap as twilight calms her grooming, meditates on traffic, lamplight, moon and gutter grates. I pass the windows, grin, not tapping glass, admiring their quietude, the gloss of creamy, sable, cloudy, fur, suave, cool. Their room's penumbra glints a golden jewel for every open eye, and twilight sniffs the night for danger, finding none. I breathe, stare, not budging. For here's contentment, peace, and calm, as much as could be heard in any psalm. Tomorrow they might yowl and scamper, dispute two winches and a hamper, who knows, but now no whimper. Calm pervades my blood. Their silence slows me. Night provides these cats' example. Yes, I'd rather nestle into a comfy bed tonight than wrestle with more detail. I'd rather purr than hiss. I'll sharpen claws tomorrow. Now I'll kiss and hug, connect, and meditate in silence and leave the world its haste and violence. Caterpillar. Stay free to change, for as you age, your past can turn into a cage. You can't evolve until you die. Who expects a butterfly from caterpillar, tactful sage from boastful kid, new truth from ancient wine? Last poem. Thank you for being so attentive and generous. Affix, A-F-F-I-X. Scotch tape, your role is clear. Stick with it, persevere, seal up container lids, rejoin torn parts, bridge the disparate and calm the desperate and help the broken feel reborn. Thank you. Yeah.